and welcome to episode three of the Social Unicorns podcast. My name is Joanna, as you know, and I'm here with Georgie. Hello. <laughs> and today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. First two episodes are obviously very sort of practical so that we could kind of set the lay of the land so that we're all on the same page. Um, and this time around, we're going to do a little bit around introducing ourselves to you guys a little bit more because we know at the moment we're kind of these voices on a podcast and mm-hmm. obviously we're not just that, we are real people. <laughs> yes, we are. And we're going to be sharing some stories from our like, little anecdotes, as it were, from our careers to date so far, just to show you that, you know, um, we all, as Joe said, like we're real people and we've come across real things and real scenarios and we're sure that you have too. So we just want to make sure that um, you know that we're kind of like, just like everybody else, basically. Yes, we are. No, <laughs> we, we are. are. <laughs> You're not robots. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're going to start with a bit of a quick fire intro round. And I feel like Ross from Friends saying that, being like, it's time for the lightning round. <laughs> so yeah, we'll do a nice little quick fire intro round. Uh, and then we will go on to share some stories, as Georgie said, from our careers. Um, hopefully you can learn from some of our mistakes and <laughs> ways of dealing with things. <laughs> Um, But first, I just wanted to mention, uh, we set up a Facebook group called the Social Unicorns Professional Community, which is kind of what it says on the tin. Um, We see it as being a bit of a virtual team, specifically for people who work solo across all industries. So whether you're a freelancer working on your own, operating as your own limited company or whatever, um, or maybe you're directly in-house and you're the only person looking after the marketing or the social media or whatever in that company. Or maybe you're just the sole person in an agency running social and it's your job to educate the teams and all the rest of it. Um, this is kind of primarily for you because that's the background Georgie and I, have, well, it's not the background, but it's what Georgie and I have experienced a lot of. Um, and we know that you guys need the support more than anybody else but that doesn't mean that no one else can join it's also for anybody who else who works in social yeah um the idea is that we all want to sort of join together share our experiences and help each other navigate um you know like the day-to-day so we're not really we're not really focusing on sort of practical tips around platforms or anything like that because there's loads of other groups that do that really really well already we kind of want to do everything that sits around that. So more of the career advice, the navigating situations, helping you educate your clients, your co-workers, et cetera. Mm, Just Um, being a support network, really. Yeah, yeah. Sounding boards. Definitely. Um, Yeah, so Facebook, Social Unicorns Professional Community, find us and we will let you in. (laughs) Yes, we will. So anyway... Back to this episode. Quick fire intro round. Georgie, okay. Are you ready? I think so. I think I'm ready. God knows what's going to come out of my mouth. I apologise in advance. <laughs> okay, right. Name. Georgie. Favourite tipple. Ooh, gin and tonic. Last thing you binge watched. Oh, God, I'm heavily, heavily, deeply into ER at the moment. I'm in season 15. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, unpopular opinion. Uh, I, I I hate Peppa Pig. Oh, <laughs> we'll come back to that. <laughs> um, favorite thing about lockdown? Um, 
I mean, am I allowed to not have a favourite thing? No, I mean, I, I got to spend loads of time with um, Raven, my little one, last year when it all first came in, which was amazing. Um, I think focus on quality time has been pretty good. Yeah, we'll take that. Sweet or savoury? Savoury, all the way. Give me a big bag of crisps and I'll demolish them. <laughs> Favourite meme trend of all time? Oh. That's a hard one. I threw that in to just be difficult, Soz. Oh, my word. Um... <laughs> no, I, I, I... <laughs> what are you gonna, I feel like something is about to spill out of your mouth and now you have to say it. Well, I mean... It's just such a boring one. It's like the one does not simply, the Game of Thrones oh, yeah. one. One yeah. does not simply, bit of Ned Stark. Yeah. Like, I know, because I just feel like that brings out my absolute inner sarcasm Yeah, with everything. And I'm just like, no, one does not simply do that. <laughs> it can yeah. be applied to so many situations. Oh, so many. Yeah. Okay. Um, this isn't very quick fire, I apologise. Um, <laughs> celebrity crush. Uh... Oh, it's a cross between Chris and Liam Hemsworth. Oh, rivalry. <laughs> oh, no, I know. I, I change between the two depending on which film I'm watching. Okay, that's fine. No judgment. Um, Favourite country to visit? I'd say mm, toss up between Portugal and uh, I say, well, the country is, a, is obviously the United States of America, but basically Disney and Florida. I, can, yeah. I consider that a country. Okay, it kind of is in its own way. <laughs> yeah. Twitter or Facebook? Twitter. I love Twitter. Fine. Always will. <laughs> Currently on repeat on your Spotify? Oh, controversial. I listen to Apple Music. Oh, okay. Well, that that works. What are you what um, are you listening to on repeat at the moment? Uh Jeremy Loops. Have you ever bought anything after seeing it on TikTok? Yes. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> um it's my hoodie that I sent you a picture of the oh, other yes. day, which is like my new favorite thing on the planet if you don't own one this is not an ad let me just hashtag not an ad um <laughs> that it's basically like wearing a blanket as a jumper and it's the best thing ever invented I highly recommend it yeah sounds dreamy and finally final question what was the first social account you ever worked on uh, action for children when social media was brand new back in 2009 I helped launch it to the world on social media oh very good Insight. Yeah. I didn't know that I mean that wasn't very quick fire but it was fun yeah good well done so okay quick fire questions done hopefully you get a little bit of a crazy insight to who we are and if anybody who actually knows me is listening to that they're probably lolling quite a lot <laughs> um so yeah anyway Moving on, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the, um, yeah, like we said, anecdotal stories about our careers. And we've kind of broken it down into like core questions, really, because Joe and I have shared a lot of our experience um, from over the years and shared just these ridiculous and funny and crazy stories about the work environments we've worked in or the people we've worked with and that kind of thing. So we just wanted to share some of them with you. So my question to Joe. Are you ready? It's your turn to answer some questions yes. now. Tell me about the most ridiculous working scenario that you have found yourself in working in social yes, media. I have a good one for this. Um, so okay. I was freelancing for a company a few years back now, and it was a really, I was really excited about going there because it was a cool company. I was like, yes, this is going to be fun. 
started and it was all going well. And about a week in, this email goes around the company saying, we're making some changes to our um, access through IT. IT. I was going to say ITV then, that's not right. Through our IT system and basically across the company, company company-wide thing, you're not going to be able to access any social media sites. And I was like, okay, well, fair enough. Like I've heard of that before, like companies worried about people spending too much time, you know, messing about and not actually getting on with their job. Fine. This won't apply to me because I have been employed solely to look after the social media channels. Checked with my manager. He was like, yeah, you're good. This doesn't include us. Um, And then obviously the day came blocked from everything. (laughs) And that included things like YouTube and other things that I wouldn't actually term a social network. But yeah, literally just couldn't access anything. Um, So yeah, went back and forth with IT a lot, raising tickets, chasing them, literally would go down and sit with them every morning at nine o'clock. I would go down and be like, have you fixed it yet? And they'd be like, computer says no. (laughs) Um, And I would sit there saying to them, like, I literally can't do my job. Like, I, I can't, I can't do my job. I don't know how, how else to explain this to you. Like I'm the social media manager and I can't access the channels. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was just an absolute nightmare. I, how long did it take? Well, <laughs> I basically never had access. Uh, what I did, I, I had to figure out a workaround because I couldn't do anything. So I could gain a bit of access through our scheduling tool that we had. Um, but there were limitations with that. You know, you couldn't, you could post and do all those things, but you couldn't delete things or edit posts. And there were limits on file sizes that you could upload and the quality of the uploads sometimes diminished because, you know, that's a thing. Um, and so I had to start bringing my personal laptop into the company, oh tethering God. the internet from my phone <laughs> onto my personal laptop. And I would have to we transfer or use, oh no, I couldn't use we transfer because that was one of the things that was blocked. I had to use Google Docs and um, like USB pens to transfer files from my work laptop to my personal laptop just so that I could upload them. And then I would rinse my data on my phone, obviously. I mean, we were posting a lot of things like movie trailers and music videos and stuff like that. So it really rinsed my data. It was not fun. Um, And yeah, I was there for about four months. I think I started starting in the summer, probably towards the end of August. And I left just before Christmas. And no word of a lie, on my final week, my last day was the Friday, and on the Tuesday, IT emailed me and they were like, your ticket has been accepted. (laughs) You will have access from next Monday. And I was like, well, I won't even be here then, but uh, thank you. Thanks for the four-month waiting time. My word. It was insane. That's hilarious. It was just stupid. That's what it was. Well, yeah, I mean, it's pretty stupid. I mean, I've had... Um, emails sent to my manager before now to be like oh just FYI your employee is spending a lot of time on these sites and they're like yeah it's their job but I've never been blocked yeah I mean I didn't think that people really monitored that kind of stuff it's just I mean this was a while ago right I mean this is when it was all a bit everyone was like oh no must restrict access and then you know smartphones came along on a whole new level and yeah I mean this was in what 2017 maybe so not that long ago a few years oh god yeah yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> <That was> <laughs> okay anyway 
let's move on. Well, um, so what is your biggest achievement in social media world? So, I, I mean, I've had a few. I've been pretty fortunate to work for some pretty cool companies and campaigns and done some stuff that isn't even possible to do on social anymore. Like, I helped launch a global game on... Um, remember when you used to actually be able to design your own tabs on Facebook when everybody only used Facebook oh on God, desktop? Yeah. Um, I designed, like, a global game that got launched onto, like, 28 different Facebook pages for this company around Ooh. the world. That was very cool. It was months of hard work. But I'd say my biggest, my actual biggest achievement was um, a social PR story, actually, which our PR agency, that they were very, very adamant that this idea wouldn't work. But it's it was basically using, it was when I worked at Chesington. Mm. Um, and I said, you know, let's do that. It was when everyone was starting to really do selfies, when you know, the front facing camera really became a thing. And so all we could see everywhere, all around the park, all the time was people taking selfies. And I thought, well, you know, and people are trying to get the animals in the background. I was like, what if there's like something like animals photobombing people's photos? <laughs> so we called it animal photobomb. And I was like, I think there's legs in this for a PR story. And I was kind of like, no, we don't think that's going to work. And I was like, well, I'm going to turn it into a social idea then. So I put up with these random signs around the park saying, warning like animals photobomb in this area lol, <laughs> lol. Love that. um like really official looking signs right and people started messaging the page being like um like chesington are you okay <laughs> like what's going on and i might have planted you know a couple of people to do something similar and then we wrote a fake complaint letter to explain why we were like had this animal photo bomb thing literally wrote a fake complaint letter like pretended to like black out the name and address and everything and uploaded it to facebook and it went like yeah huge. that's fun i like that huge 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 like over a million people reached organically like it was massive to the point where the telegraph rang us and said is this real and we were like mm. yes and they printed it in the paper oh wow social PR ladies and gents um but yeah proud moment because it was it took quite a lot of effort and work you know doing the signs and this and that and the other and it was just funny yeah. like people were like seriously like we want the penguins in our photos I'm like no 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 they're photobombing it's not allowed <laughs> oh I like that I like the thought of like a little penguin being like I'm gonna photobomb these people today yeah I mean, you've got. I've got to be honest. Like, we tried to actually get some photos of animals pretending they were photobombing <laughs> photos, and it was literally impossible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, it was a fun. It was a fun little story. So it kind of like started in the park, like seeded on social and picked up by PR, which is kind of the dream, yeah, right? Um, all completely organic, no page, no nothing. It went on Daily Mail online as well, I think, actually. Yeah. But that's not hard for something ridiculous. Let's be honest. <laughs> Um, anyway, so Joe, tell me about the strangest situation that social has landed yes. you in. Okay, so this was a moment where I just stopped and checked myself and went, How did I end up here? <laughs> this doesn't make sense, it doesn't align with what I'm doing with my life. Um, but it was basically me stood on a pavement outside Finchley Boxing Club waiting for Colin Murray 
to be transported from somewhere in East London by a taxi bike to where we were. So literally going from one side of London to the other. He was about 45 to an hour, 45 minutes to an hour late, I think, for a live broadcast we were supposed to be doing. We were doing a Facebook Live, um, which he was supposed to be hosting. And I was literally oh, cool. stood there on the pavement with this bouncer who was about three times the size, size of me and like just didn't engage with humans at all. He was terrifying. Um, and I was just stood there with this branded T-shirt ready to like shove over Colin Murray's head and some cue cards for him. Um, and yeah, it was all very strange. And then he eventually arrived. Um, we were like walking through the car park. I was like ushering him through to where we were filming. And I was literally helping him. It sounds really weird. I was literally helping him undress. He was changing he was changing <laughs> from a tux into this T-shirt that I had. So like I was like holding his bow tie and he was taking his shirt off and I was rolling my t- this T-shirt up to like shove over his head. It was all very, very strange. Oh. I mean, that's not something you expect to be doing working no, on social media. No, not at all, which is why I was like, why am I doing this? And the whole time this was going on, like, he's he's really chatty and energetic. So he's, like, trying to tell me about his day. And I was literally just like, shut up and just do this and go in there. It was very <laughs> odd. <laughs> oh, my yeah. word. I mean, we've all had those moments, right, where you just sit there and you're like, I'm sorry, is this my yeah. life? I mean, I had quite a few of those working at Chesington, to be fair, but in a good way, where we'd be like, let's get we're like where can we order like 100 kilograms of brussels sprouts from for the rhino to eat for a nice photo and you sit there and you're like is this my job exactly like this this isn't this isn't i mean it, it was funny and like it's a funny story to tell but i was a little bit like this isn't what i signed up for when I got into this I thought I would be you know manning social channels which I kind of was like the Facebook live was part of it and I do do more of the production side of things so it does kind of literally getting the guest undressed (laughs) and ready for a Facebook live it goes a little bit beyond the call of duty but also really good example of how diverse it can be like working in this role like there is no there's, there's no like uniformity to it you could be doing one thing one day and something totally bizarre ordering brussels sprouts for your rhinos next oh. um, <laughs> so i mean we're, we're gonna do a whole episode on these aren't we it's like social media gaffes mistakes funny moments or those like oh shit yeah. moments yeah what's your biggest oh god moment <laughs> i mean i've had quite a few We've we've all done it. We've all pressed tweet and then gone like, oh crap, wrong yep. account oh, or yeah. wrong link or you know whatever. I think probably amongst the worst ones was when I I was running a family kind of friendly Twitter account, and I got this tweet from this account that was like super excited and energetic about what we were doing, and I was like, yes, amazing, retweet. Over the next hour, I got a few tweets from people saying, um, are you sure it's appropriate to have retweeted that person? And oh, my God. heart just stopped. You know when your blood just yeah. runs cold and you just feel your face draining of colour? Yeah, it was a pretty hefty pornographic account. <laughs> oh, that's too good. <laughs> not, not my finest hour. Like I don't think I've ever done an undo retweet so quickly in my entire oh, life. My Who was it that pointed it out oh but people that followed oh, the account that's great that's what you want. yeah 
Yeah, like families. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought you meant that like somebody internally had come to you. And said, oh, yeah. No, no, no. Actually, you know what? I'm actually very relieved it wasn't someone internal because that would have been a whole different conversation. Oh, so did you ever get found out, as it were? Okay. No. <laughs> I actually, I saw my... I actually saw saw my old manager for a walk in the pouring rain this morning and uh, I was talking to her about this podcast and I told her about this and her face, she just, her jaw just dropped laughing, looking at me because she was my manager at this place, right? And I was like, yeah, I never told you about oh that, did I? She's like, no. I was like, well, it's fine. It was like five years ago. Oh my fine. God. That could have gone so badly um, though. Can yeah. you imagine? It could have gone really badly, but you know what? We live and we learn, and I always check for porn accounts now. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's just so, a good you know, rule to have anyway. <laughs> no, I mean, it's all good. I mean, we learn these lessons, don't we, along the way. We we all pick up these little things like, okay, did that wrong, not going to do yeah. that again. And I think there's a lot of that in yeah. social. I mean, you must have had some – I mean, it's not just me that's had these lessons. No, learned, I mean, it? the biggest one, I think, and everyone will be able to identify with this, is when you, especially if you work in an agency and you're working across clients, I've definitely posted the wrong client content to the wrong <laughs> Facebook channel and stuff like that. And then you just panic, don't you? And you're like, delete, delete, delete. Oh, uh, you, you just end up not seeing the wood for the trees with these things, though, sometimes, don't you? It just gets that way. We really want to share some of other people's, like, you know, funny social media mistakes, gaffes. You know, we're all human. We've all mm-hmm. done it. Um, So join our Facebook group. Let us know or send us an email uh, or Instagram. All these things. We'll share the links with you again at the end or they're available, obviously, in the information of the podcast. But, yeah, we'd really love to hear from other people about what their biggest sort of social media gaffes and mistakes are because um yeah we we just find them also just quite entertaining yeah. I think it's very like in joke right for people that work in yeah. social but I think if we talk about the slightly more get back to the more serious side of things um what's the biggest kind of lesson that you've learned through working in social media do you oh, reckon Joe? big question <laughs> um so there's two things, I think. The number one thing that I try and tell anybody that I work with is that nobody is sat at home waiting for a brand to tweet or post to Instagram or anything like that. They don't know your schedules. Literally only you and your immediate team care about posting schedules. And that's not to say that you shouldn't have your internal deadlines or anything like that and that that doesn't matter because it absolutely does. It's an essential way of working. But what I mean is I've seen people panicking because the tweet that they'd planned to go live at, I don't know, 10 a.m. on a Tuesday hasn't gone live for whatever reason. And they're literally acting like the sky is falling. It's not falling. It's just a tweet. No one cares if you tweet or not because no one knows that it's even a thing other than you. And you've just got to remember that because, yeah, I think with social, you can get swept up. And especially when it comes to scheduling and the content process and everything like that you can get swept up in like almost your own importance in it yeah what about you um I think really it's it's about having like confidence in your abilities um because I've I've definitely you know we've talked about imposter syndrome a little bit and we talk about it on our Instagram account in a bit of a funny lol way but um for me the imposter syndrome has been very very real Mm -hmm. because I I started in social in 2009 when it was you know it was so new it wasn't 
really considered a job or anything. So I just feel like my whole career I've been fighting against this, like, well, I'm not qualified in this. Like, well, no one's qualified in it. <laughs> true you know like I mean there's obviously huge marketing elements to it but there are no social media qualifications that are really truly worth their weight in anything because it just all kind of rapidly changes and moves so much right so I think for me it's about having that kind of confidence in your abilities and in your experience because if you're in a room of like 10 people that you know sort of know marketing ish and you're the social media person in the room, then you're the one that knows what you're talking about when it comes to social media. Yeah. And you you can be an expert in social media, basically. Absolutely. And like, I, I've, yeah, people have said similar things to me um, or like come to me with advice around that kind of stuff as well. And I, I just think like, if you go onto your own Facebook, Instagram, whatever channel, and you look at the way some people use the channel personally, they are crap at it. <laughs> I think it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, social media, I mean, it's it it it's cra- it is a crazy world to work in. When you send a tweet by accident or when you, you do get your access blocked to channels or someone does say to you, aren't you spending a bit too much time on Facebook? You literally sit there and you're like, yeah. what? Like, what? Yeah. And like with that really sort of like blank look on your face, you're like, really? Like what? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that kind of wraps it up, I guess, for today. Um, we will definitely do more episodes where we talk about stupid things that we've done and stories and fun things. Uh, and hopefully we can weave in some of your stories to that. Um, so yeah, if you wanna if you wanna share anything, we wanna hear it send us an email or join the Facebook group you can do it on there I think we'll probably have a little bit of a discussion going on there probably from like tomorrow onwards about stupid things that we've done um and yeah get involved like we want to we want to hear the things and everyone will have different stories to tell so we definitely want to all laugh slash cry together (laughs) no one gets it like another social media professional gets it We will catch you all very soon. Bye.